It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. All right, we've got some great listener questions. Let's open up the mailbag, Angie, and get to some of these. The first one comes to us from Rex in Chapel Hill. And Rex says, how much should I have for a competitive down payment or due diligence fee for an $800,000 home? Wonderful question. You know, and, and it's honestly, it's hard for me to answer that because it's really all dependent on, first of all, are you the only offer? Are there multiple offers? What's most important to the seller? Sometimes, you know, it's the closing date that really will hit home for the seller where they would be enticed to accept your offer versus maybe more due diligence money. But I would say on average, what we're seeing in that kind of price bracket around 800,000, we are seeing a lot of buyers doing a 10 to 20% down payment. Not that's that that's a must, okay? That's tended to be more of the trend. As far as due diligence, you know, that has significantly dropped versus just even, you know, four or five months ago. Four or five months ago, we were seeing people with 25K, 50K. I've even seen $150,000 in due diligence, which is insane. And just remember that due diligence, um, what that means here in North Carolina, because that's not as common in other states, due diligence is good faith money you are giving at the time of an accepted offer. And that money is non-refundable. So for any and all reasons, should you need to back out, you would lose that money, seller would pocket it. So it's a risk. You're asking the seller to take their home off the market with giving them some good faith, some monetary, you know, like value there. So 800,000, what I'm typically seeing now, you know, we're seeing more of a range, maybe a $2,500, $5,000 in due diligence. It, it doesn't seem that it's a, there's a need to give a significant amount of due diligence like we were seeing in the past to help you to win out. Again, unless it's multiple offers, that could change the situation. That number has uh, really come back down to earth, hasn't it? Yeah. Re- oh, yeah. It, and it's crazy because when this type of contract first came out many, many, many years ago, where there was a due diligence period and due diligence fee, at that time, we were seeing not even 1% in due diligence. Um, for example, a $500,000 home, we were seeing maybe $500 in due diligence. So it is interesting how the times have changed. Um, but just friendly reminder though, as long as you make it to the closing table, and of course that's always the goal, due diligence money is credited back to the buyer on the settlement statement and goes towards you know their down payment closing costs towards their mortgage if they have one. Okay, very good. Helpful information. Hopefully that is uh, pointing in the right direction there, Rex. Um, I'm guessing you asked that question because, you know, the last several months you needed a lot. And uh, hopefully that's good news for yeah. you to hear that being a little bit more reasonable in terms of what you're bringing to the table now. True. Uh, and I, yeah, and I also, Walter, I've seen a lot of buyers 
very hesitant because first of all, they feel like they need a hefty down payment, which is not true. Mm. There's so many 100% financing options or just lower down payment options. Um, And also buyers feeling like, well, I can't compete in this market. Guys, you'll be surprised that you can snatch up a home in this market. So don't let that hold you back. The uh, show, of course, is presented by Tina Conadaris with the Athena Group at NFM Lending. She can certainly help you out if you have any mortgage-related questions like that. Um, If you want to get her information, you can download a mortgage app that has her info and lots of other great stuff. Uh, All you have to do is text the word SAVVY to the number 21000 and look for our mortgage resources there to get in touch with Tina. And uh, also, it might be a great idea to download the Home Buyer's Guide that Angie has put together uh, for somebody like Rex if you're asking questions about due diligence and down payment. These are some of the base questions about buying a home. And Angie's put together a helpful guide that teaches you the process, the terms that you need to know, and more. You can download that for free. Again, access our show resources page to get that by texting the word SAVVY to the number 21000 from your smartphone. All right, here's a question from Amelia as we turn the page over to her and Carrie. Uh, Amelia says, it's a little bit of a long question, so let's uh, let's get this one. Uh, so my friend, okay, friend is in quotation marks here. Uh, my friend just won the lottery recently. Hmm, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't want to disclose how much, but now they're going to buy a big house. However, they don't want to be house poor and end up spending all of their winnings on the house and then not have anything left for maintenance, taxes, etc. Is there some magic formula that helps understand how much someone can afford not just to buy a home, but uh, thinking about the long term as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I personally, I would never spend more than probably 20%, 20-25% of whatever your monthly income is towards your home. Because like you mentioned, you have a course, well, maybe paying cash. I don't know if they're obtaining financing. That's something to definitely think about because that's a recurring uh, debt or expense. But then you have all those other items where you need to furnish the property. Uh, you need to pay for you know, the utilities and then just ongoing maintenance. You always want to make sure that you have a reserve. Should something go wrong, you need to fix it. It's now your responsibility. So um, I would definitely stay below the 30% threshold. Um, I would probably be more comfortable around a 20 to 25% looking at it from a monthly standpoint. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the mistake a lot of lottery winners make is if they don't have a very large income to start with, but then they get this influx of, let's say, a million dollars. Well, you still have taxes. Yeah. Pay. Well, you have taxes pay on the, the winnings, mm-hmm. right? But then you have taxes on your home every year. So, you know, it, it's not so simple, I think, is the way you're going with it to just buy the home and yeah. be done. It's or, just like if you, you win take... a free car, you still have taxes to pay. You still have gas. Yeah. yeah. Cost to run it. You take you take the million dollars and you go buy exactly a one million dollar house, but now you're have all the expenses of a million dollar house yeah. with still whatever your original income might have been. So maybe you look at a five hundred thousand dollar house, bank the rest of that, and um, you know now you've got a huge cushion to help cover a lot of those ongoing costs that are going to pop up and that sort of thing. So. Exactly. Um, you know, maybe, maybe meet with a financial advisor as part of that, or Amelia, have your friend do that. But then, yeah, for the real estate side, hopefully that gives you guys some guidance as well as you navigate that. Uh, what a good problem to have, though. And, um, and yeah, it sounds like you're cool. asking the right <laughs> questions to make a good decision there. So, of course, maybe this was a, uh, you know, $200 million win, Angie. And so the advice is very easy. Just don't go buy a $200 million house and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Be, be smart, guys, because. 
because there's so many people. Go, go um, ahead, go ahead and prepay for 50 that, years of property taxes yeah, if, you, if that's the case, I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, whether it be a lottery or, you know, hey, someone just, you know, striked it big in their career and then, you know, times change. And there's, I mean, it's sad, but there's yeah. so many like famous people that have nothing to show, right? Because they just, mm-hmm. they, they spend it really, really quick. I know this isn't a financial show, but be smart. You, yeah. you, hopefully you had a long life to live, so and you don't want to be stressing uh, financially because you decided to spend it all really, really quick. Hey, finances are a big piece of that real estate puzzle. So, uh, good question there, Amelia. And you know, this question really—it doesn't have to be a lottery win, right? This could be, like you mentioned, um, you know, maybe you have a big bonus from work that you want to put into, um, you know, or, or you got a new job that pays a lot more, and so you're looking to maybe increase that lifestyle to go along with it. You know, those are common problems, or an inheritance, right? People get inheritances, and then yeah, hey, want to spend that on a home, um, or you inherit a home, sell it, and now you have an influx of cash to go do something else with. So a lot of people fall. This isn't as uncommon as just winning the lottery. A lot of other people um, are going to be faced with these kinds of decisions. So good question. Thanks for sending that one in, Amelia. All right. uh, We've got uh, two more listener questions to answer before we are done for the week, Angie. This next one comes to us from Benny in Apex. And Benny says, I've heard you mention having a seller consultation if we're thinking about selling our home. Can you go over what that entails and how much it costs? Well, love to, Benny. Um, so first of all, seller consultation doesn't cost anything. Um, there's no obligation, no fee for us to come out and meet with you and just educate you. That's our goal. We want to educate you on the market, what your home would be worth in the current market conditions, um, You know what you need to do in order to get your home sold as far as preparing your home and getting it stage ready per se. Uh, we also go through our marketing plan and really dive deep into what we offer, what we will do to get your home sold as quick as possible, but to also make sure you're getting top dollar. So yeah, when we come out for a seller consultation, we typically zip through the home, take you know lots of notes just to make sure we're able to remember all the fine details about your home. We sit down, of course, we'll tell you all about ourselves, about our team design. We go through our marketing plan. We talk through comparables and net proceed sheet. That's really important. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've met with a seller where they met with another agent. The agent shared comparables, but didn't share a net proceeds. So it's great, hey, you can sell your home for 500000 but what all additional closing costs go along with selling your home? Uh, buyers, of course, they have closing costs, but sellers do too. So make sure you're going through a net proceeds sheet as well. Um, and then we just educate you on the overall market. We talk about contract to close, what that uh, process will look like. And then if everything sounds great, of course, we you know will wrap things up with asking several questions to be able to market your home effectively and then take it to the next step. So uh, that is is a seller's consultation or a listing consultation, whatever you would like to call it. Um, And if you are thinking about selling your home, maybe you want to get an idea of what your home is worth in today's market. Um, We could go ahead and send that your way and give you a a, a suggested idea, but to get really down to, you know, kind of the, the pennies per se, we would need to meet in person. But to get an idea of what your home is worth in today's market, just text the word SAVVY to the phone number 21000. And from there, it will take you to a link, click the link, and then it will take you to kind of a branded site where you can inquire about the value of your home. So again, thinking about selling, just text the word SAVVY, that is S-A-V-V-Y, to the phone number 21000 no cost to use that tool and no cost to have Angie and her team come out to your home for that seller's consultation. Again, all you have to do is text the word savvy to the number 21,000 to check that out. 
Thanks for the question, Benny. Awesome. All right, last question of the week as we hop to Wilmington and talk to Ronald. Ronald says, we're moving out of the state to be near our new granddaughter. We're a bit out in the boonies. Nice house, but middle of nowhere. Do you think we'll have a hard time selling versus being in the city limits? No, Ronald, not necessarily. You know, there's a home for everyone, right? And uh, many, many buyers out there, they would prefer to be in the boonies, <laughs> as far as you call it, but, you know, more in, uh, you know, the rural areas. They prefer the quietness. They prefer the extra, you know, land and space in between the homes. So there is a seller for everyone. I'm sorry, a buyer for everyone. You know, what I would tend to find that the further out, typically the average price point starts to fall a little bit, but also you tend to get more home for your money, which is a positive thing. So a lot of buyers are moving more on the outskirts versus being in the city limits because again, they can get more home, more square footage, more bells and whistles for the price point. Um, also another positive of living outside of the city limits is you don't pay city taxes. You only pay county taxes. Um, I know we personally, we are right on the line. We're in Raleigh, but we do not pay city taxes because we are right past that city line and it's awesome. We save money. So Ronald, I have no doubt that we can still get your home no matter your location. Another great question. Thanks for sending that one in to us, Ronald. And um, h- how far out in the boonies can you really be in Wilmington? That's that's my question. Uh, that, so. Right, exactly. Probably, exactly. Probably, I mean, you want to talk about boonies. Right? I grew up in, yeah. in Coates. That's the boonies. Coates. <laughs> Ain't nobody ever heard of Coates, Andy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, that, that's great. It's a really good question, though, Ronald. Everybody has that different perspective. What, what What's the boonies to you is not the boonies to somebody else. So, um, right. it is, uh, and, and trust me, that is very true. We've seen some people are like, oh, this is a big city. And other people are like, I could never live in that small city, you know, so it's all about perspective. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.